What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the HK Video Game Experience. I'm Hollywood Cole here with Clearfire. What's up, Clearfire? What's going on, man? Today we're going to talk about Mega Man. Boom, boom, boom. Yep, Mega Man. We have Anthony Diastello. Oh, What's up, Anthony? Oh, go ahead, Clear. I, I said say, that right. I said, I said boom, boom, boom. It should have been pew, pew, pew. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, you What's know, up, lemons, lemons, lemons. <laughs> People compare the little energy bullets to the lemons. It's oh, great. They look like it, little eggs. <laughs> so Anthony's a, a fan that found the HEK podcast because of Mega Man. This is our Darn Mega right. Man X podcast, I believe. He told us that last time on his on the uh, Super Mario 64 podcast we did. And we are going to do some Mega Man lore because you're a super fan, aren't you, Anthony? Is that oh, your favorite absolutely. game ever or your favorite character? Um, yeah, definitely favorite franchise. I don't know favorite game ever. Uh, that might fall under Chrono Trigger, if I'm being completely honest. Ooh. But... Um, I mean, it really boils See, down okay, to it. So hold on. You said, so Chrono Trigger is your favorite game ever. Yeah. Uh, but you started on, what, 64? So you went back and played Chrono Trigger so, on NES, Super NES. And then that's good to hear. That's good to know. That's kind cool. of. Kind of. So I started with the GameCube. And the GameCube had the 15th anniversary uh, Mega Man, Leg- uh, not Legacy Collection, but Anniversary Collection. And so that's how I started playing Mega Man. And I had access uh, 1 through 8 and uh, the Power Fighters 1 and 2. Um, and that's what really got me into Mega Man. But um, I think uh, my dad, I watched him play Chrono Trigger. Um, I think it was like a later port or something like that later on because it wasn't on the super nes but um i watched him play a lot of that and then i've played it a lot and um just the music is absolutely amazing stories amazing combats on point just gorgeous game yeah man it's definitely one of my favorites uh so but mega man so what's your what's your favorite mega man i think you said well go ahead what's your favorite mega man all right so if I had to say my favorite Mega Man, it would most likely be Mega Man X Command Mission. Even though it's not canonical, it is a JRPG that brought in a lot of interesting elements and was the most story-focused out of all the Mega Man games. And I really appreciated what it was uh, trying to do in that sense. Okay, yeah, I remember you said that before. Did they re-release those already? Are they going to... No, they have haven't they? re-released it at this point. Um, and we don't know of was any it network, plans. The Battle Network they did. I think that's what they re-released just recently. Yep, yep. The Battle Network collection just came out. Um, we won't be talking about that at all today because that is canonically okay. a separate timeline. Um, the, I guess, diverging point, you could say, is that in the main timeline, Dr. Light didn't have a son, and that inspired him to build Mega Man. And then you could say in the uh, Battle Network timeline, he did have a son and focused more in uh, more so like network programming. And there will be some correlations that I'll bring up later with the te- technological advances in the mainline te- Mega Man timeline. Cool. Clear. What's your favorite Mega Man? You really have to ask that question? Yep. You know it. Come on. Oh, I know what it is. You want me to tell them? It's, it, tell everybody? It's Mega t- Man X on Super Nintendo. And why? Because it has water. Yeah, because <laughs> Mega Man's underwater on the front cover of the box. Yeah, oh, that's what got me, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's what I wanted to ask. So, what's your favorite X 
game. So what? So so the two D side scrolling platformer. What's your favorite one? Period, Anthony. Um. Ugh. And that's kind of if. Mm, that's hard to pick one uh that's my absolute favorite if uh gun to my head i'd probably say eight um i know a lot of people did not like it um but that was one of the ones in the anniversary collection and when i was a young kid i was like oh cool brand new graphics you know like the music is awesome like so it was really bright colorful and had a lot of character but i absolutely love um uh 11 i think 11 brought brought the series back to form did a really good job and then also x1 i mean like i know where all the energy capsules are or i guess like the 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 health upgrades all the sub tanks like everything um i could i could get the hadouken just you just say hey here play the game and this okay i can get to the point where i can get that no problem so when you go speed run it (laughs) <laughs> I am not a speedrunner at all. If you know, if you know it, speedrun it. Uh, I would be more. I, I would be more um, inclined to do the Buster only um, Buster only zero damage run as opposed to a speedrun. Jeez, how many people do that? That's crazy. Say, oh that, that, yeah, that's even harder than a speedrun. Uh, so not really. It's it, it's it's uh. Two entirely different methods. One, you're playing slow, melodical. One, you're playing just fast, get to the finish line. Jeez, yeah. So, so X was our favorite for sure. Me, mine too. That's my favorite one. So, first, by the way, eight was the first one on PlayStation, right? Uh, yeah. Eight, yeah, I remember uh, I got that one too. I had that one. Yeah. And it was after X, and I and so we thought X meant ten. Mm-hmm. Right, and Mega Man Ten. Oh, I miss some, you know, or whatever. Maybe they came out in Japan or whatever the case. And then Mega Man X come or Ten comes out, and you're like, man, what happened? To all the cool gear. What happened? To all this. He's just running around like an old school Mega Man. It just threw me off. And so um, I went back and played X, and you're going to see some playthrough here. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see some uh, play in the background here. Um, and I turned it on on the Super Nintendo Mini, and got was getting thrashed. I used to be expert at this game I'm like dude what is going on and i played it you know i was like i guess i'll save it i started over or whatever started it over today and was running through it pretty good getting a little bit of it back but it is a lot harder than i remember but i love that game we can uh you'll probably see the full playthrough because it takes about 45 minutes maybe yeah to beat i haven't gotten to the wily stages again so those are the ones that you might be a little rough but um no, those Sigma it, stages will kick your butt, especially I yes, think it's the Sigma, Sigma yeah. stage two in particular is yeah. awful. And that, the yeah, ugh. So I'm playing the game, man, and I'm just like, this game is unbelievable, you know. And so I'm gonna go back and do the. I mean, I did all the way through X four. Okay. And I think I played some zero, and I think I try to do X five and all that. When I start getting to the cartoons, cutscenes, and stuff like that, I just but. Dude, what is your, in your opinion, makes Mega Man X so much better? Um, and like, like, do you mean like in universe or or like purely? No, game, man, just game the wise? game, man. Why is the game so much better than X two and three? I and mean, they're good games too, but something about X one is just unbelievable. I don't know if that's just because I know it and I can play it and I enjoy it better or what. Um, I think partly what it was was that it was when it came out, it was brand new. So like, keep in mind, the first X game I ever played was the original X. 
Um, but I think, I think it's a combination of the simplicity of the armor. The armor was straight up upgrades. So there's nothing crazy the armor did. Like you get to like, I think it was an X6, maybe X5. You get like this like shadow armor to where like X is throwing like Shryukens and, or, uh, or uh, shurikens. Sorry. Uh, you're like clinging on walls. Like you're, you know, you're a ninja basically. Like that's cool. But like, I, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the upgrades in the first one is what made it what it was. Uh, and also the soundtrack yeah. is a very different tone from oh, X1 God. to X2. Yeah. It, yeah. That soundtrack is unbelievable, man. I mean, well, God, just, just a different tone even from just where you were playing the other Mega Mans on Nintendo. Yeah. And then you kick oh, over absolutely. to Mega Man X and Super Nintendo. It's just like, it's a whole different world. It was so different. It was great. Even, it just, wow, it's so different. You know, like Mega Man 2 on Nintendo, right? That's the one everybody goes back to. 3 was the first one I owned. I rented 2. I played 1. Uh, but our first one I owned was 3. You stopped there. I never owned 4 or 5. Or, I own 5 now, but um, never uh, owned them back as a kid. And 3 was fun. I kept going playing it again and playing a different order, and I just loved it. And, you know, I could finish the game. Um and X, even today, man, I go back and I enjoy it, and I can play it again and play it again. It's just something. Ma- it's like you know something magical about it. I, you know, it's hard to put the finger on. And I guess it made. I mean, nostalgia is going to play a large part. But it's but but the reason I asked you about X, you know, which one's your favorite? And you said X. And, you know, it seems like that's everybody's favorite. That's the one that was included on the Super Nintendo Mini. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I don't know. Is it out for Nintendo Online? I can't remember. I don't, uh, I don't know if it is or not. No, but you can get it a part of the Legacy Collection. Um, yeah. Which goes on sale pretty regularly and is overall pretty cheap. And if I'm being completely honest, when it really boils down to it, you got X1 and then you jump straight to 4. Because that's the other one everyone loves. Granted, yes, you started getting into those anime cutscenes, a different art style, but that one just gameplay wise was like they knew they knew what they were doing, they played it pretty safe and just nailed it. And then you get to five and it has several different story outcomes. And the weird part about it is that literally the way it works is that you could do everything right and the game rolls essentially a random die. And then you can get a bad outcome or a good outcome. So if you do everything right, you can still get the bad outcome. If you do everything wrong, you can still get the good what? outcome. Yeah, it's like it's really weird. And uh, I love those RGNs. Oh yeah, the number generators will get you every time. It, it, like, it is, it's such a weird concept. So like, so like gameplay wise, like it was okay. And then six was just a mess. And the, the biggest thing you got to understand though is that these games were made in months. Like. They didn't have just like a bunch of time to develop these because Capcom said, hey, listen, your game on a good day sells a million. We want you to be cheap and we want you to be fast. Really? So the me- so the Mega Mans are not that good sellers? Um, Generally, honestly, not. Um, we, hmm. We've had several, um, I guess, like... Uh, we oh yeah, there have been several Mega Man games that have broken million. Mega Man Two, uh, I think the first Mega Man X game. Uh, I think I think at this point all the Legacy collections, aside from the Me- Legacy uh, Zero Z, uh, Z and ZX one, um, a Battle Network though, literally in less than a week sold over a million and is currently the fastest selling Mega Man game of all time. Jeez, man. 
Yeah, so okay. it's a big deal when a Mega Man game breaks a million. Um, Eleven is currently the highest selling Mega Man game. Period. Battle Network Legacy Collection is the fastest, so we'll see if it overtakes it. But it like two, I kid you not, Mega Man Two had the highest selling amount for years and years and years and years, and it was only maybe after three years or so that Mega Man Eleven came out and then finally beat two. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the sales for Mega Man right here. Um, estimated gross in millions is 1,231.5 units. And in 90, uh, 1988, Mega Man 2 dropped and it sold 90.6 million units. The Mega Man 11 looks like it's at 60 million units. And I'm trying to see how new this data is. Uh, it's probably a bit older. Um, the the guy that I get most of my information from is a guy, a YouTuber that goes by the name of uh, Shadow Rock ZX. Um, if you want to keep up to date with Mega Man lore, or not lore, um, Reploid Revo does Mega Man lore. Shadow Rock does like actual news. So like so like um, Kota Bikia, I think is what they're called. They're they're a model kit company. And they've been making like new model kits. Um, actually, over there I got. Um, the Mega Man battle or like a Mega Man EXE model kit that I'm going to build here pretty soon. Um, and like they look really nice. So if you're into model kits, yeah, pick up some of the Mega Man ones. Yeah, what I'm reading, it just says, like you said, Anthony, Mega Man 11 sold 1.6 million across all platforms, making it by far the best selling. The previous record holder was Mega Man 2. Wait, I mean, it says it was released back in 1998. <laughs> Yeah, which is uh, crazy. A little bit, little bit uh, before then. Mega Man 2. No way Mega Man Wait. 2 was released in 98. There's not. There's no No, way. no, no. Not 98. Yeah. yeah that says eight. That says 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> See, this uh, is the problem. Look, it, this, is, is, so this is the problem. Let me, let me just say this. This has got to be said. Um, because we're getting so used to, like, looking at Google, and no matter what it says, we just take it as fact. You know what I'm saying? And it's a sad, sad state of affairs. So I got a Mega Man expert here telling me what it is. And if I didn't know any better, I would just look at Google. No, it says it was released in 98. You no, know, it was released yeah, in 89. No. Or, you know, no. Uh, Google one, said it. Uh, first one was 87. So 88 sounds right for Mega Man 2. Once again, yeah, very, very short development periods. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, if you look at uh, eighty-seven was one, eighty-eight two, ninety-three, ninety-one four, ninety-two five, ninety-three six. I mean, yeah, ninety-three six, ninety-five seven, ninety-six eight. I mean, it's like from eighty-seven to ninety-six, everything was sh- it was just shoved together. It's the very oh, yeah. tight windows. That's crazy. Uh, Mega so, Man. So yeah, you're right. They oh, do just barely sell over a million. I didn't realize that, man. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's crazy to think about because like I mean you say Mega Man a lot of people know who that is, but that doesn't necessarily mean you know people are buying these games. I think because the market is such to where indie developers have kind of popularized uh, 2D platformers again to to a large degree with like Shovel Knight, Hollow Knight, like you know just to name a few. Yeah, people are saying hey. I can run this on my little laptop. Like Mega Man 11 takes nothing to run. The Legacy Collections, nothing to run. 
So yeah, people, you know, and, or on the Switch, they're great for the Switch, you know. So pe- people are picking them up, I think, more now because like the Legacy Collections have sold very well. All in all, Legacy Collections are sold very well. Independently, it can be a little bit rough. And you also got to keep in mind that market was saturated as all get out. Like it was bad. Yeah. Well, you know, even even the NES Castlevania sold one point five six, the very first one. Mm-hmm. So, like we talked about before, it just doesn't sell. They didn't sell like they do now, like you know, Call of Duty or something like that. Oh yeah. Um, I'm just yeah, that's just just crazy. Even nowadays, but I guess you know, if you uh, Zelda sold, <laughs> Super Mario sold sixty seven point. This is Wikipedia. 67 million dragon quest 11 million zelda 10 million almost 11 million yeah but mario so, had the benefit of being packaged oh, with yeah, the of course games, with the system yeah, that, shouldn't, so. that shouldn't count but anyway so yeah that's just cool um yeah i just think it was some mega franchise uh, pun <laughs> but um it's crazy <laughs> to think that the whole entire franchise has only sold like 40 million units worldwide Oh yeah, like, I mean yeah. Not even it's it's not even one of the games. The entire franchise, well, forty million. Yeah. It's just crazy to think that. <laughs> and that's like and, so small compared to what you know we perceive it as. Oh yeah, and I think honestly, a lot of that has to do with the fact that like the game design and ideas are so fundamental, and almost. Every every 2D game, I would say, has some sort of Mega Man design philosophy in it somewhere. And yeah. and so it was so influential, people are, you know, always surprised why hasn't it sold bar, you know? Which is a completely fair question. I don't know. People go go get these. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But it's funny, like, you know, you would say, Well, people didn't know about it, but Mega Man 2 sold better than any of them. Yeah. All the way up. You know, so they knew about it because Mega Man 2 was awesome, but then it dropped off after Mega Man 2 for so long until Mega Man 11, like just, you know, yesterday, it seems like, you know. That's oh, crazy. crazy. That's just insane. Anyway, we're blowing that up. It's just kind of like blowing my mind out of, out of whack here. But uh, so, and, and I just thought, speaking of such, okay, Dr. Wiley and, and Dr. Light. We're, we're, we're boys and then dr light created robots dr wiley reprogrammed them and made them bad and then dr light has mega man to go kill them and it happens every game but that's not what happens that's what i thought happens every time but so we're going to go and we're going to dive into the the lore here anthony was talking about we got into some mega man lore i was like oh i didn't even realize that it is a thing and, and before we even start is this a nintendo thing where they're like yeah, I want some lore. Okay, we'll come up with something. Or this is a Konami, but like they did Zelda. Nintendo did Zelda. Like, obviously, your Zelda timeline is an afterthought. And that's cool. You're just trying to do it for us, but you didn't have a timeline. But does this seem like it has a... That they made game after game based off of a story that they had in mind the whole time? Yeah. Um, which okay, is, sweet. Which is pretty surprising for that time area. And also, it's a 2 platformer. So... Most every game, uh, there were some Game Boy, Mega Man games. Those ones are kind of hard to put on the timeline, but almost, almost every series is released in chronological, well, no, actually, yeah, every series is released in chronological order within themselves. So, you know how there was the N64, well, PS1, the first one was on N64 and PS1, uh, Mega Man game, Mega Man Legends. That is, 
actually at the very, very end of the timeline. And that was... Mega a, Man Legends, yes. Yeah, and, and, and that was the PlayStation 1 game. So, okay. you, you have this really interesting way of building this overarching story where you have your classic, then you go into X, and then around before X is even finished, you say, hey, here's the very end. This is how it all ends. So now they have to decide, how do we get from X to Legends? And that's when you get, you know, Zero and then ZX and and then Legends. Um, so, but the, the actual lore of Mega Man even kind of starts a little bit before one in the sense to where, you know, hey, you have Dr. Wily and, um, you know, uh, Dr. Light fighting each other. Uh, yeah, they work together uh, canonically. You know, they went to the same schooling eventually. Dr. Light's philosophy was we need to make more intelligent robots. So then that way they know how to wield the power of being mechanical, you know, beings appropriately. Dr. Wiley said, no one's going to respect these guys. They're going to think they're tools. We need to make them as powerful as all get out. So then that way people have to respect them. Eventually the uh, robotic committee, we're not really sure what that is in universe. It's uh, some sort of robotic community, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, favored Dr. Light and Dr. Wiley was furious about it. And he, during that time, he built the double gear system as like a proof of concept, which shows up in 11. And, uh, that's how things kind of kick off. So for a long time, they weren't working together. And Dr. Wiley was still in the field of robotic. People just weren't buying his stuff. And so something that's interesting is that Dr. Light did make the first six robot masters. Uh, and he he was um sorry i lost my train of thought he put in a bunch of fail saves he wanted to make sure that absolutely nothing could go wrong and when he figured out later on that there was tampering there's there's like a like a diary essentially that's like a canonical piece of information that says hey the only person that could have messed with these was Dr. Wiley. This is 100% him. Like the, the only person that's even rivals me. So a lot of people think that Dr. Light thinks he's better and is just a better engineer, you know, roboticist or whatever. Um, Dr. Light thinks that they're actually equals, which is interesting. So, mm. um, another, so, so this is the first, yeah. the first robot masters, you're talking about cut man, gut man, Bomb man, the first ones on on the regular NES game, right? Yeah, so that's the first okay. batch of six. That's that, the only ones he met, or he made. No, um, he made more okay. of them. So, so the very first one was Proto Man, uh, hence Prototype. And something that's really interesting about him is that he was built with a faulty core, given a piece of prototype. And essentially, Doctor Light said, "Hey, I would like to, you know, I I, I want to fix you, uh, you know." essentially take your core out, put in a new one. The problem with that is, is that he said, but there is a potential that's going to erase all your memories. Though your, your self-identity, everything's going to be wiped clean, but you're going to be fixed. Proto-Man says, heck no, and just like ran away and left. Um, that all happens before Mega Man 1. Mega Man 1 hits, Dr. Wily reprograms the robots. You know, they go crazy. He turns off all their fail-safes and then... Dr. Light basically assumes the worst and is like, how could this happen? Mega Man says, hey, he skipped over me because I have no practical offensive capabilities. Gear me up and I'll take them on. 
Um, so he, he volunteered to do that, which I think is a really, uh, interesting point as opposed to essentially doc, it, it speaks to the character of Mega Man volunteering, it speaks to the character of Dr. Light not forcing him to do this. Which so is, Mega Man's able to think and make choices on his own. Are all the robots able to do that? Or is it just, so, uh, that's a very interesting point, actually. Uh, so Reploids and Robot Masters are different. You have your Robot Masters, which cannot break what their prime programming is. So, like, for instance, let's say I build a robot and his job is to take out the trash, right? And no matter how much he hates taking out the trash, he cannot <laughs> just change his mind and say, I'm not going to do it no more. He, you know, he can throw a fit. He can whine about it. He can complain about it. Reploids can say, I'm done being a trash man. Generally, they're built to be the best trash man um and they're generally programmed with a predis uh, predisposition to enjoy you know being a trash man but they can say i'm done and leave uh robot masters on the other hand cannot do that okay so so robot masters to me sound more like they're straight up robots yeah and more then or less. The, and then the other ones are more or less like almost android style because androids usually mean you've got some level of artificial intelligence there whereas robot you're just programmed exactly and actually reploid stands for replicant android because all of the reploids were based on mega man x's design or x uh, commonly known in that universe um so i mean to put it really simply <laughs> what you said earlier um that you know Mega Man defeats Wily, he escapes, yada, yada. I mean, more or less, that that does happen. Um, and in the grand scheme of things, you start noticing some things in the later Mega Man games that do relate directly to X. Um, one of them being in Mega Man 10, this Roboenza virus that Dr. Wily creates, which is very likely a precursor to the Maverick virus. And also, if you go back to Mega Man 8, there is this thing called Evil Energy, which essentially is like uh, evil, bad, negative emotions incarnate. Uh, I mean, it it's a Saturday morning cartoon style storytelling, so don't, so don't think about it too hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... So the Mega Man's one does it go Mega Man one through eleven and then X starts or where does X drop in to the actual numbers? Um, so one through eleven, then X. They okay. purposely leave eleven open ended so they can make another one, and that's so, something they purposely do. So that's what was my question was going to be more of is you know you've got Mega Man you got Mega Man X. Is it a divergent line, or is it the still same characters and same thing? It's just at different, you know, time frames. So, it it's it's still still the same timeline, but none of the same characters. Uh, there's a theory which uh, KJ Inafune, the guy who made Mega Man himself, said, "No, this is not the case." There's a theory that Zero killed all of them. And that's why they're not around today. It's a ridiculous series, um, or a theory. Uh, look it up on Replicate Revo. He, 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 he picks it apart so fast. <laughs> um, but what's most likely what happened was that in the Mega Man X1 manual, Dr. Light himself said that there was a paranoia of robots due to Dr. Wily related incidents, which 
most likely what that means is that due to just Dr. Wiley just going haywire all the time, they say, hey, we got to stop making advanced AI. And that's where you have the mechanoloids, which then show up in Mega Man um, X, where essentially they they keep on making robots, but they're dumb. Like they're they're your basic, you know, can do a job, but they can't think for themselves. They can't adapt as well. You know, I mean, they're they're a robot. <laughs> you know, uh, they, they they have no self sentience whatsoever. And so Mega Man X was actually created by Dr. Light, sealed away in a capsule for what was meant to be 30 years worth of testing, ended up being more along the lines of 100 because Dr. Light died before Mega Man X was finished. And a different doctor, Dr. Kane, found X. Uh, there's only a handful of people that know that Mega Man X is Mega Man X. He's just commonly referred to as X. And that's kind of important later. Um, so, 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 uh, okay. So, Doctor Kane is the is the main character in X. It's not Light, right? The, or is there? Or is it Doctor Light? Because because the reason I ask is because the uh, the story is like you said. It was something on the line of we have so talking about Mega Man. This android will he be choose good? This you know kind of thing. It is going to take thirty years to to tell approximately 30 years is what it says in a storyline on Mega Man X. I will not be alive. And when that happens, that's what goes. So unfortunately I will not be, be able to live that much longer. Right. Yeah. Dr. Light is not going to live 30 more years whenever that happened, whenever he programmed Mega Man. So, and so that's why he hid the capsules around. So there's an interesting theory about the capsules. Um, I thought the game says that though. Is that not what the game says? No, um, okay. I don't. I don't think it ever directly says that. Uh, it, it, so that's why he hid the capsule that X was in, not all the upgrade capsules. Okay, I thought he said. I thought when you pull up to the first one, it says I've hid these capsules so that you can. And then, and then Zero so, doesn't know this full power. Zero makes the point says you have not reached your full power yet. Yes. So they know the capsules are hidden. So that is all canonical. Uh, yes. Something that's interesting is that it's believed once you get later on into the X series that that actual light hologram is actually a self-aware AI because it directly references things that have happened in like the current game. So like Repliforce in Mega Man X4, he directly talks about Repliforce. He, he wouldn't have known that a hundred plus years ago. Like, Reploids weren't even a thing. How, how would he know they're going to make an army? So the theory is, is that because it is a self-sentient AI, it is able to locate where X is, put these capsules off the beaten path, so in that way no one else will directly find them. Because like in Mega Man X2, one of the capsules is on a moving base. Like, that wasn't there 100 plus years ago. They didn't have the technology. And there's no way Dr. Yeah. Light put it there. So, like I said, the theory is that that, that is... I see. And that's actually supported later on. Because eventually you'll get to the point in the X... Or, I guess, the Mega Man timeline when you start getting more into, like, the Zero series. Where it turns out that, essentially, data, energy, and matter are all, are all interchangeable to a certain degree. 
So there are these things called cyber elves, which is essentially the DNA soul, which contains like the blueprints and the personality of a reploid. And that can essentially, essentially it's a soul that goes into a cyberspace type, type, uh, well, it's straight up called cyber space. And so it goes, you know, passes on to that. So it's believed that potentially this is the first cyber elf was Dr. Light. Uh, Sigma is also credited as being a cyber elf at some point when he goes purely into a digital form and is able to interact with the real world. Um, essentially, like, like, think of it this way. You have DNA that makes, you know, Hollywood, Hollywood. If I was in, let's say it's connected to the internet some way, somehow. If I was in the internet and I was able to find your DNA and change it, it would then change how you are physically. Essentially, that's what, um, theoretically, Dr. Light is doing. That is what canonically Sigma and the Cyberells are doing. And that's how the armor upgrades are different all the time and are applicable to the situation. I see. Because... Oh, that's good. Yeah. Did you have a question? Sorry. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, so just take, it's just kind of just, uh, um, kind of put this in a box a little bit. Cause I could, you know, like you said, so the games that are canon are, uh, Super the Nintendo one through, just not even Nintendo, just say that the ones that start on Nintendo one through 11, mm-hmm. then X through X, uh, all the X's um, include zero. All, all the X games aside from Command Mission. That's its own timeline. Okay. And then X-Man or Mega Man Legends. Yep. So Legends is canonical. Zero is canonical. ZX is canonical. X is canonical. And Classic is canonical. Um, okay. Battle Network and Star Force are canonical in their own separate timeline. I see. And so in the... Uh, the classics one through eleven is is Wiley the the boss each time. Yes, the final boss each time. Okay, and so he just kind of basically cre- keeps reprogramming these. Is that the story each one? So he actually is able to make his own eventually. Um, and so okay, going back to Proto Man, you know how he, he ran away and had a faulty core. Doctor Wiley, I believe it was after the events of one. Or maybe even before then, he actually found Proto Man and essentially said, hey, I can fix you up, slapped on a nuclear core, which now is a limited lifespan for Proto Man, because otherwise these uh, robot masters could live for forever, assuming they have proper care and whatnot. So now he has a nuclear core, and during that time, Dr. Wiley was essentially able to analyze and see what Dr. Light did. And so Mega Man 2, all of those, Dr. Wily built by himself. In Mega Man 3, um, actually, Light, or Light trusted Wily. Wily said he reformed. And essentially, they said, hey, let's work on a project together and let's make this super big peacekeeping robot. That's stupid. Why would you agree to do that? But whatever. They did. They build Gamma. Wily betrays them, you know takes over Gamma yeah. and the Robot Masters he built. So it's I would say it's about 50-50. He builds about 50 of them. He takes and reprograms about 50 of them. So, and Proto Man only shows up, first shows up in three. You never even heard of Proto Man until three. Yep. 
so why is he why does he kind of attack Mega Man? He doesn't. What's 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 Proto Man's purpose in three? Or what is his what's his goals or whatever? What's he doing? Oh, I'm so happy you asked that specific question because yeah, uh, right. Proto Man is my favorite. <laughs> He's just my favorite out of all of them. Because um, <laughs> everybody thought that was Zero. If we think back, that was Zero. No, it's Proto nope. Man. Yeah, no, th- th- those yeah. are two entirely different characters. Um, yeah. So the reason why Proto Man wasn't around during, you know, one and two, he was gone, um, you know, and then during two, he was being repaired. So essentially, he, you know, wakes up, Wiley says, hey, uh, I fixed you, you owe me. And Proto Man says, I guess I kind of do. Like, you know, without you, I would be dead. And um, something that I find very interesting. So Proto has a lot of depth to his character if you really want to get into it. And something that I find very interesting is that you got to think about it this way, right? Let's say that, like, you know, you ran away and then you come back and you find out that essentially, like, your father created an identical twin. Um and like, because that's something that's really interesting. If you look, their faces are identical. We haven't seen Proto Man's eyes, but it is safe to assume that they're probably the same color, um, like ever at all. Literally, he takes off his helmets once, and he has sunglasses under his helmet shades. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cool. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. So he. That he is. So he's just like jealous of Mega Man, or is his Dr. Wally saying, you got to go kill Mega Man? So he's like, okay, I guess so, yeah. Because um, sometimes, one time he lets him go in the in Mega Man 3, right? So he comes down on, a, is it Gemini? Uh, and, he, and he's like, Zoop, he just zoops back up. Yeah. He doesn't uh, fight you. So he's kind of conflicted, it seems like. So he, he definitely is. Um, although the, what he did in three with the Gemini man stage, he like dropped down, blew up like a, like a thing that was blocking your way and then zipped away. Yeah. So he kind of helped you. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's something you'll find or you'll see a lot throughout the series that he kind of helps. Um, so he, he's jealous. He's angry. He's really conflicted. And, and essentially he's like, yeah, I owe you. Um, at the end of three, he believes Wily to die by debris and he ends up saving Mega Man leaves. Uh, and after that, he basically says, Hey, my debt to you is paid. Like I'm done. Um, I'm going to essentially go do whatever the heck I want to do. Uh, and sometimes that's helped Mega Man. He, he kind of helps him from like the shadows, essentially. Like, like in Mega Man 4, he shows up and he gives you, I think it was like the, uh, the, the equal power or equal energy balance or something like that. But essentially, whenever you pick up an, an, an energy, um, item to refill your special weapons, it goes to whichever one needs it the most. Even if you don't change okay. the item. So like, he kind of oh, helps. Good. And then, like, if you look in Mega Man 10, actually, you can choose between Proto Man or Mega Man. So, you know, he's, he's full on helping you. And f- really? At the beginning of the game, you can do that? Oh, yeah. You can just pick? Uh, 10, 10 is awesome because you can pick classic Mega Man. You know, like, he, he literally only jumps and shoots. You can pick Proto Man, yep. which has less health, can charge shot, has a shield when he jumps and slides. And then you can pick base who can't move and shoot, but he can shoot in all different directions, essentially has a machine gun and can dash like X. Huh. Wow. Now, I didn't know they did that on team. That was just a that was just a digital only old school looking uh Yep. 
you know, yeah, NES, and I got nine. I didn't, I didn't do ten though. I didn't realize they did all that in that one. That's cool. Oh yeah, ten is great. Uh, the robot master designs are a bit goofy. Once again, it's the Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> style cheap story. man or something yep. like. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Vacuum man. So, I love these. I got a question. Just I'm trying to make sure I'm following here. Proto man. He. Did he originally have the nuclear core, or did Wiley put the nuclear core in him, or did Light put the nuclear core in him? So, Proto Man had a faulty solar core, which all the other robot masters use. He fixed the design. And essentially, he said, Hey, this is going to wear out and break down eventually, and then you essentially you'll die. Uh, Dr. Wiley put in the nuclear core, which is interesting because the reason why he has a shield is because he actually doesn't have as much energy output as like Mega Man does. And so Wily essentially said, hey, you have to be more of a defensive fighter now, which is kind of goofy when you think about it because he's jumping all over the map and whatever. But, you know, he uh, just got his brand <laughs> new body and feels great. <laughs> yeah. So the, oh, that is so, cool. So the solar core was what was going to cause him to eventually die. The nuclear core doesn't. Correct? Um, yes, and oh, so yes and no. The nuclear core will cause him to die. Just it essentially extended his life. Okay. Because you I know, just trying to make sure I followed on that part because it's like you know if you're running around, you have the solar core, and you're not going to you know die. You're going to be like all the other ones and keep on going, and then. Wiley puts this nuclear core in you, then why would you have any allegiance to him at that point? Because it's like, you just put a core in me that I'm it's going to make me die eventually. You know, yeah. why would I have allegiance to you at that point? You didn't fix me. You made me worse. But they're all yeah, on a timer, though, right? Solar core, it's not unlimited life, right? Everlasting life. It's like, it'll eventually break too, right? Or will it? So that's a, another very interesting and fun point. Uh, solar core, given the proper maintenance, can last for forever. Uh, because it's going okay. off the of solar energy. The energy is supplied. So think of it this way, right? Uh, these cores, the, the solar cores can recharge themselves. And the nuclear core cannot. So if you were to take out the nuclear core, that would essentially cause a wipe and then you put it back in so changing a battery would essentially kill them so nuclear or yeah. so solar core given the proper maintenance can make them last for literally forever in Mega Man 9 it is stated that they actually do have a certain set lifespan where the government says you're obsolete we're moving on to the next model that's why in Mega Man 7 you have the robot museum and, like, in the background, you see, like, Snake Man, you see, I want to say, Skull Man, and, like, Guts Man. And all of those are actually those characters. It's not It's not a copy. It's not, it's not a model. That is actually them being put in a museum because their time is up. Jeez. So, Proto Man can't get a new uh, solar core, then, because of his original design. It doesn't fit or it doesn't work right. Yeah. Well, Seems like yeah. the... Yeah, kind of. So it seems like the technology may one day, and it easily changed in, in canon to be like, oh, they come up with a new way to shrink shrink the uh, solar core down or something. And not only does he have a new solar core, it's a new and improved one. But I do like the I do like Proto Man. Yeah, it's a prototype. Yeah, they did have that planned out. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, with the shield. That's an awesome idea. I mean, and it, and, make, and it makes sense too, especially with like when you're thinking about solar energy versus nuclear energy, because like Anthony was saying, nuclear 
with that nuclear core, he's having to output energy to continually do things. Whereas with a solar, if you're in the sun, you're constantly taking in energy. So yeah, that's it's it's a it's it's cool that they put that concept in there and actually played to the part of the actual reality of nuclear and solar power. Oh yeah. Uh, so go ahead. so do the do the Mega Man's go in order time wise? So Mega Man one's the first one, two, three, and eleven's the last one. Yep. Uh, yes. So, so why does the gear system? So, well, the double gears, they talk about that in, in 11, but it, it talks about that it was Dr. Light's first invention or something. And then, or not first invention necessarily, but Dr. Light's invention first is what I was saying. And then Wiley stole it. Uh, um, no. The, okay. Uh, so it's the stories in there somewhere. No. Yeah. That, no. So, so the double gear Wiley created, that was his method to supercharge robots, make them so powerful that essentially people have to respect them. And Dr. Uh, Dr. Light, focus more on the advanced ai but not as powerful robots so like so and 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 this is pretty well reflected uh because like if you look toward like the creation of zero wiley created zero there was a cognitive error in his head that made him go insane and though and it's believed the reason why and keep in mind some of this stuff has to be we think because Mega Man's purposely written in a way that's pretty, uh, that leaves certain things vague on purpose, uh, largely so they can make more games <laughs> in a certain timeline. Yeah. Which is smart overall, but also now we're like, ah, please explain this. <laughs> um, so, how did Mega Man get the double gear? Uh, so. At the very beginning of that cutscene, when Wiley threw it on the ground and then like it broke or whatever, uh, Doctor Light picked it up and fixed it, and then essentially okay, said, so "Hey, he this- stole it from Wiley." Uh, I mean, that's one Sonic, way of putting. He, he didn't want it anymore. He just threw yeah. it on the ground. He stole it. Light stole it. Light's a thief too. They're <laughs> <laughs> just thieving from each other. Oh gosh. I mean, okay. I I wouldn't say steal, especially because he didn't implement it until didn't way later. It. Uh, Wiley gave it away for free. No, Wiley threw it on the ground. The one on the ground's not giving it away for and free. And then he left. He he you threw tr- it on the ground, you- broke it, and walked away. You're trying to make Light out to be this perfect, wonderful guy when in actuality he is a thief. He steals stuff. <laughs> now, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I, I will never say that White is a perfect character. I mean, like, just, like... <sighs> I personally kind of side with Proto Man when it comes down to you replaced me with Mega Man. Like, what the heck, dude? Because uh, I mean, when it boils down to it, that's what happened. Uh, and 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 then Light will say that, oh no, I was building a family for you. And then why does why does Mega Man and Proto Man look identical? Sounds like a replacement to me. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Uh, yeah. Yep. Well, he built all those other robots with them too. Where the original ones, uh, Cut Man and all that, they they had a purpose. Like yes. uh, Gut Man was like a construction guy and all that. So they're not androids. They're the uh, robot masters. Is yes. that what you call them? So, okay. so android type technology didn't start happening until X. You, okay. you might, uh, the people say that Proto Man and Base have disregarded what their creators have said. And the reasoning for why they were able to do that is because their essentially priority overruled what, what they or their, their creator said. And it didn't conflict with Asimov's law of robotics. 
So, for instance, Wiley says, hey, Base, we're going to do this. Base says, that's stupid. The only robot you need to defeat Mega Man is me. Watch. And then he leaves. Like... Yeah. <laughs> so, Mega, so, so is Mega Man technically a robot master then, or is yes. he an android? No, he's a robot master because he is just literally programmed to fight all of the bad robot masters. So he was actually programmed to do housekeeping. It was meant to be an a lab assistant, and so you could argue that when Dr. Light did the upgrades, he may, he could have changed his internals, made his programming a little bit different. But all in all, he is a robot master. And he, I mean, if you really wanted to say, you could say that, oh, my house is probably going to be destroyed. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a housekeeping lab assistant, you know. But when it really boils down to it, once again, he's not stepping outside of his predisposition programming. And so he is able to feel that this is, this is an injustice. And granted. So he's not like, so he's not like Sweeper Bot from Destiny where, you know, even when the place got tore up, Sweeper Bot's still over in the corner sweeping. Yeah, no, he's not like Sweeperbot in that sense. Like they, they, they are self-aware. They, they are cognitive. Literally, the biggest differences is that you know, if Gutsman didn't want to do construction, eh, sorry, he could say, "I don't want to do construction. Please change me to do something else." And they can do that, but he cannot decide to do that. Unlike a fully autonomous android or reploid in the in the Mega Man future. Uh, that's just sad to know that Mega Man didn't really have a choice in any, any of all of this. Um, that, well, it just make it makes light sound so much worse now because he just made another robot to beat up on other robots. Well, keep in mind that Light didn't say Mega Man, you have to defeat them. Mega Man said, "This is unacceptable. I want. What can I do to to defeat them?" And Light said, "This is what you can do." Yeah, it's free will. So would that be kind of like the first inklings or the first startings of AI then, if he's actually thinking that? Because that seems like it's not so much programming and it's more of, I can perceive this is not being good and I need to stop that because that's usually where when you're talking about robots, you go from robots to androids when they actually can perceive what's going on and say, that's not a good thing. I need to stop that. Yeah, you you could you could very easily say that these are limited androids. Um, like I said, literally the only limitation is that they cannot change their essentially prime directive. Um, and so, at the end of the day, Mega Man's coming home, cleaning house. Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, like, I, kind of. He, you know, I guess he could, but. He's able to do other things, you know, besides just clean the house. Like, you know, he's not, he, he's fully self-aware, fully sentient. And essentially if, okay, the really honestly, the biggest thing is that is Asimov's law of robotics. Mega Man can't break that at all. X could. If X wanted to kill someone, he could. Mega Man could never do that. And that's. So do they it? I know you've used it several times, and I mean, I know what it is because, you know, I've watched all the robot movies and everything 
and, and you have Asimov's Law of Robotics. Is that like explicitly stated somewhere in the Mega Man series that it's these X Man X? Yep, robots are like bound by this. Like even before, even before X, because you Mega know Man X is X, yeah. X is te- technically after eleven. Is it stated somewhere in one through nine or one through eleven? Um, it is, or is that not stated until X? Um, I believe it states it in, once again, I reference like a diary. That's like a canonical diary. Uh, I believe it mentions it in there. And I believe it also mentions it directly in the Mega Man X, like first game lore, uh, where Dr. Light says, Hey, they have to follow these things. And th- there's even a point in, in Mega Man 7 at the very end. Uh, the English translation don't forget it. In the English version, he Mega Man points his buster at Wily and says, I'm going to do what I should have done a long time ago and die Wily and then raise his buster and then starts to charge it. And then and, and, and then, you know, Wily's like, oh, but you can't. And then Mega Man's like, I'm more than a robot or whatever. That's the English translation. That didn't happen. This is what happened in the in the Japanese translation, which is way more to form. Mega Man does raise his buster, does charge. Wily says, you can't hurt me. Mega Man drops his buster and just says nothing. So, like, he cannot break that, even if he wanted to. And it seems as if maybe he kind of wanted to in that circumstance. Because at the end of Mega Man 6, he just finally put him in jail. Wily gets out again, and he's kind of done. He never does that again, so I think it was kind of like in a moment of weakness is the way you could put it, but he couldn't, no matter how much he wanted to. Like I said, X, in that exact circumstance, could. No questions asked. So, um, let's, uh, so, so, Wily's 1 through 11. Mm-hmm. And then an X, Mega Man X, they're all dead. That's what you said, all the original characters. That's not even the same Mega Man. Yep. So so Mega Man X or X is is his own complete Reploid. Or I guess technically Android. So what happened to the original Mega Man then? Uh, so the original Mega Man, it is believed that he essentially was decommissioned because because uh, so keep in mind the Robuenza that Dr. Wily created did infect Mega Man. That kind of got people scared because, hey, if there's a virus and not even Mega Man like can really resist it, who's to say he's not going to just get get some kind of bug and then flip out and then who's going to stop Mega Man? So it's believed that Wily died of old age. There's, there is a potential that there's a character named Sergas in the X series who's very familiar with the way Zero was built, directly references Dr. Light, directly references Mega Man X as Mega Man X, as opposed to everyone else calling him just X. And it's believed that either he has his memories, well, no, it's stated that he has his memories, and it's believed that potentially, you know how Dr. Light uploaded his, essentially, consciousness into the AI, or like into the um, cybernet, and that's how that's how he's these capsules? Is believed potentially that Sergus is Wily, and later on, I think Isaac is also potentially Wily. Because Sigma even directly, essentially states that, oh, I met an old man who hates you, X. Okay, well, who hates X? Uh, I mean, right. Wily does, <laughs> you know? 
So it sounds, yeah. like, it sounds like Wiley and Light pulled uh, Tony Stark and uploaded their consciousness in some AI so they could live for forever. More or less. So, so the Mega Man in X, everybody was dead, but he was created while they were alive then. Yes. Same way Zero was. Yes. Okay. And, but they all died of old age. Yes. I see. And but this is Zero. Zero is not introduced until X, right? Yes. So, so Zero okay. was, was, was Dr. Wiley's last creation. It was essentially supposed to be like the most biggest, baddest, like killing machine ever. And he essentially wanted to have an android that also explicitly listened to every single word he said. You can't have those two things. You can't have your cake and eat it too. So because of that, it's believed that that caused essentially this cognitive error in Zero's mind to where the conflict was just literally driving him insane. When, when and if you if you play X uh, X four. Sigma finds Zero and he's insane. Like he's tearing people apart. You, like, you know those like purple scars that Sigma has over his eyes? Yeah. Zero tore those. Like straight up. Jeez. He was yeah, he was he was he's, he's just a savage animal essentially. And yeah. And it's because these two personalities were fighting essentially. And so eventually you have these the Maverick virus, which Dr. Wiley also did create, and it was inside of Zero's capsule. More or less, that was kind of as a, meant to be a patch. So as they were fighting Sigma and Zero, Zero gets like this massive headache and like, you know, it's like, ah, whatever, right? And then like, it's like W glows on his gem on his forehead. Essentially, that was the patch saying, hey, you got to do what I'm doing. Sigma punches it in the middle of an update, essentially. And you and I, or, you know, you two both know how bad it is. If you unplug a computer during a major important update, it's going to ruin everything. <laughs> so I just yeah. have to, I just have to laugh with the glowing W on the head. Cause it's like, you, you stole the whole Majin Buu thing from Vegeta with the M <laughs> on his M. head. That's it's still the same. It's still the same concept. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I never thought of that. That's great. Um, the only reason why I thought of that is because me and my son just finished watching all the entire Dragon Ball Z saga, oh, and now we're yeah. going through GT, which we watched super first. So yeah, it's weird that we did it the way we did, but you know. Yeah, no. Dragon that's the reason great. why the the M, the 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 Majin Buu thing came up because it's just like glowing W, glowing M. I mean, come on, it's on the forehead. I mean, yeah. I think I think honestly, the reason why they did that was more so to signify that this is Wily, because we all know W means Wily in the Mega Man universe, and Wily is not present at all. So why did he get a headache? Ooh. So I mean, it's it it, it makes sense storytelling wise. Um. So, but, but, be, so, go ahead. Uh, well, you're going to elaborate on, are you elaborating on zero yep. some more or were you, okay, go ahead. I don't want to cut that short. Yeah. So probably everybody's favorite character. <laughs> um, I mean, like I, there's a lot really cool about zero. There's a lot of intrigue with him. Like I said, problem is my favorite, but, um, zero is awesome. And he's like, he is a lot of people's favorite for sure. Easily. But so essentially because when Sigma smashed that gem on his forehead, it essentially took all of his previous memories and, and like this like vicious, super evil personality locked it away 
because he cannot access any of that now. So now you have baseline zero personality, or I guess like zero's personality <laughs> to clarify. And um, it's also kind of weird because zero technically is infected with the Maverick virus. And there is, um, there is cannot or KJ and Ifuni said essentially that it was so much evil inside of his head that it kind of ticked him over. It's similar to how, like, you know how Gandhi in the Civilization series, uh, if you, like, make him one more peaceful, he, like, the game glitches and it makes him the most aggressive. It's kind of that logic. Um, so, like, Zero essentially was so evil that when he got the Maverick virus, it, like, too much couldn't handle it and then gave him his own default personality, which is the Zero that we know. Awakened Zero is him without that. And Awakened Zero is bad, he's evil, you know, crazy guy. Um, and that's kind of the. You general. have to fight him in one of the games, Awakened Zero? Yep, you gotta fight him in five. Five, okay. Yep. It, okay. Which, fun fact, five was actually supposed to be the last X game. Uh, uh, they went to X8, right? Nope. Is it eight? Okay. Nope. Yeah, I wanna play those again, man. I, wanna, I just wanna go. So I got them on the PlayStation. After playing X, I wanna go through them all again, man. So, um, all right. So where does bass and treble come in? Or So first of all, what game are they introduced in? Is it four, X4? Uh, so bass and treble are introduced in uh, Mega Man 7, in the classic okay. series. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, you said 10 already. As soon as you said bass and treble, my mind did not think the game at all. It went and straight went to... Well, the bass drop comes in when the bass drops, man. Well, it's, it was from Rockman. You know, he's called Rockman in Japan. So Rockman and Bass and Treble. That's yeah, where they got rock it from. Roll. Yeah, Rock and then And then Proto Man is Blues. Well. Yeah, so, so, actually, yeah, so they were in there oh, since seven. Okay. Are you going to say something about that? Go ahead. Yeah, actually, the uh, Japanese name for uh, bass and treble is actually gospel and forte. Uh, so they changed it, <laughs> which is weird. That's yeah. awesome. That is so awesome because forte is def- forte. De- de- definitely a music term too. So that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And granted, uh, so co- oh, go ahead. <clears throat> who created them? Uh, so that's actually Doctor Wily. So Bass and Treble was Doctor Wily's direct answer to Mega Man. A lot of people compare him to Sonic, or not Sonic, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. I want to state Shadow the Hedgehog came out Sonic Adventures two, Mega Man seven was Super NES time period. So if any, so if anyone copied anyone, uh, Sega copy Nintendo again. Well, Capcom, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, yeah, exactly. Sega does yeah, what yeah. Nintendo don't, and yeah. Capcom benefits Nintendo from is what Genesis <laughs> isn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, gosh. Go oh, ahead. Yeah, sorry, but um, <laughs> it's an old, so, old war. Oh yes, <laughs> I wasn't alive during that time, but I love hearing about it. Anytime <laughs> you guys talk about it, I'm like, ah, oh, this is great. That's uh, funny. Oh man. But, All right, cool. So Wiley created uh, Bass and Treble to answer, directly answer to, for Mega Man. Yep. And um, so technically, uh, Bass is made out of, uh, he's either made or powered by. It's not really clear. Clear. There's conflicting sources saying they're canonical, so it could be both. I don't know. But, anyways, Wiley stumbled upon this 
alloy or I guess like material or energy called basinium. And so he essentially made base with this, which is supposed to be like way more powerful than, than like any other material or whatever out there. So technically base is stronger than Mega Man, but the in-game reason why he always loses is essentially because he's fighting for himself and to prove that he's the best and Mega Man is fighting for a cause because he cares about his family you know he cares about this world that he swore to protect and so like that's the in-game reason why um there's also something that's kind of interesting um because like, base uh, ain't got as much hurts <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much um but yeah, this is an interesting thing where like duo which is um the from Mega Man 8 he he literally came to earth to like destroy evil energy which Wily kind of created or something and essentially justice energy he was like oh I sense this with a new Mega Man and that's kind of an interesting point to bring up later on because in in Mega Man X do you guys remember when Zero sacrifices himself to destroy Vile's right armor and that was it and like Mega Man's all beat up and then he just heals out of nowhere. That is believed to be like essentially like a surge of justice energy, which kind of connects like emotions and energy, which is a pretty common anime thing, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that starts to get, you know, let's, That's yeah, Dragon Ball, let's, let's fill some That's holes in the, in the story with uh, we'll make some energy up. And well, and I mean, the come inter- on. A, a, a justice warrior? That's Jocko. Yeah, for sure. That's Jocko. And then it, the energy, I mean, come on. How many times did Goku just all of a sudden out of nowhere get power and whoop up on something? Same oh, way yeah. with Gohan. Gohan did it several times. I mean, they stole from but Dragon Ball. How many times has there been a hero <laughs> kill the bad robots? I mean, you know, it's all the time. So this is, a, this is the story oldest time. Yeah. And it's so good. That's why they keep telling it. Sorry. Um, i got dragon ball in the head yeah i know oh no that's fine dragon ball is great i love dragon ball <laughs> so base of trouble that so they eventually are they still going in the lore or are they de- dead uh, it's so there's there's at least a hundred year gap between mega yeah. man and mega man x so during that time most likely wily died uh they probably detained him somehow and essentially pulled the plug or flipped the switch or whatever one you want to say it's so trouble a dog wolf wolf okay yep so um, he doesn't do anything he's so he does he listen to base then yeah more or so less he's programmed to listen to another robot base yeah and if you wanted to uh, if you wanted to push the matter you could even say that like rush and treble are kind of like low level mechanoloids because i mean like they are you know robots more or less i don't even think they're considered robot masters i could be yeah. wrong in that so you know um that's true yeah you got rush for mega man I didn't think about that yeah and so and like it it, it like you have a dog, and then you got a wolf. Like that's a pretty good like analogy, yeah. you know. Like canines, one's evil, the evil canine, and one's domesticated, like yeah. helper. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and so I'm reading uh, Mega Man X. It says, you know, that's what they kind of say. Hundred years has passed. So Mega Man X was Doctor Light's first, um, you know, one replica court coil that you're talking about that can actually think for its own free will do what it wants to do 
So, and so he sealed it away for 30 years. And, it's, you know, we, you know, it, it, they said it's going to take 30 years. Yes. And uh, that was his finished project. But it says that, and you've probably covered this, uh, but I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. But Zero and the Mavic virus were sealed away by Wiley, but Zero was not finished yet. Yes, that is correct. So an interesting point. Remember Sergey's that I mentioned earlier and how yeah. you know, he might be Wiley. Um, so if you look at the design for Zero in between one and two, he his design is slightly different. And so you got to keep in mind that like every single Reploid is based off of X's design, which is why right. they're Reploids, replicate androids. And so you not only do you have to know the system well enough to copy it, you have to then also know enough to modify. And that's another reason why it would be believed that Sir Gazy at the very least has Wiley's memories. And so he wasn't finished. And something that's interesting is that in the Mega Man Power Fighters, it was an arcade game. This is still considered canonical. Wiley does essentially say to base, hey, you're going to be obsolete. So, like, uh, stop being a little piece of crap and uh, shut up because I'm going to make this zero guy. And he's going to show all of you who's a boss. And that design is actually the design from Mega Man X2 forward. So... The, the zero you see in X1 is an, is an incomplete model. It was kind of a rush job. He couldn't figure out how to fix this cognitive error before he died. He died. Zero was sealed away and was found later. So, so that is that one dies in Mega Man X and a whole new one is made. Is that what you're saying? Or fixed? So, um, essentially his, something that's kind of interesting is that oftentimes in the Mega Man games, um, whether that's the classic series or X, later on they just straight up die. But generally X or uh, Mega Man will try to disable, not completely destroy. So that's why you see like Gutsman in the museum perfectly fine because you know he saved his head, he fixed him up, you know he's fine. Um, so there was enough of zero to be repaired, but nobody knew how to do it. So Sergey is essentially stole all of his parts and said, Hey X, they're fixed. Come and take them from us. It was kind of like a, to, to bait them out. Canonically X beats them, gets all the parts back. They fix zero. I see. So, my question before we get way too far from this is, you know, we're calling these guys Reploids and Mega Mega Man X is technically the first Reploid. Would that technically just make him an android? And then all yeah. the ones after that are Reploids because they're copies of him since you said they were copies of him. I mean, I'm just, I'm not trying to like poke holes no, in something. I'm just trying to understand. I'm trying to understand it too because I never knew that from playing the game. And it's interesting to think that that this new Mega Man that was put in a capsule for 30 years that ended up being a lot longer than that was actually the one that started all of everything in X. Yeah, so technically, yes. Although the reasoning why canonically that even though Zero and X are both technically not Reploids in the sense to where they are not replicants, think of it this way. If... if like, let's say you met the first person to ever be a person, 
right? You were walking down the streets. You wouldn't say, hey, that's proto-human. You would say, hey, that's a human. You know what I mean? And so for technically that is correct, but for the uh, that era of robots, it would be called reploids. And so they fall under that era is, is the way I would put it. So Zero's not based on Mega Man X's design then? Nope. Wiley came up with his own? Yep. And he can think on his own free will. Yeah. Yep. He does have free will. And once again, that was part of the cognitive error was that Wiley was trying to give him the awareness and everything that like basically all the perks that come with him having free will, but then take it away because then he's trying to make it only listen to me. You, you know, once again, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you said that. Um, and so, uh, Sigma in Mega Man X, where does he come in? Is he just another robot that got swacked by the Maverick virus and that's the end of it? So, Sigma... Okay, so before they found Zero, uh, Reploids were going Maverick. There were multiple causes for it, and what a Maverick is becomes very loose very quickly. Essentially, a uh, Irregular is the Japanese word they use, and so if, it's essentially, if you're acting out of whack, you know, they're going to get you. So it's either caused by a essentially brain error in their, you know, cybernetics. It's either caused by the Maverick virus or they just choose to go crazy. Technically, they can do that. And so, so that, that started the Maverick Hunters, which is the organization that X and Zero are part of. And essentially, they were a robotic police force because the the reploids who went maverick weren't easily stopped by humans they could stop them but with great casualties so fight fire with fire now you have the maverick hunters the reason why sigma went maverick is because during that altercation with zero that i was telling you about when he smashed that um like that gem it was such a potent and essentially toxic dose of the Maverick virus to where it did get in his system. He was built to be resilient to any kind of that. So my guess is, is that they did a limited version of the testing that X did. I don't know. That's not canonical, but that's my thought process. And so he, so he was built to be, you know, the biggest, strongest, like most resilient Reploid to lead the Maverick Hunters. The Maverick virus, when he got in his head, took had to take its time and adjust to his resilience evolved into what is now known as the sigma virus and that's what is being spread throughout the later games is not this maverick virus that just makes robots go crazy but this sigma virus was then essentially sigma is in more or less imposing his will onto the other reploids um, so like Storm Eagle, like he, he said, when Sigma said, we're going to take over, he said, no, I'm not going to take over. That's nonsense. And so Sigma literally had to fight him, beat him. And then, I don't know, maybe infected with the, with the virus or Storm Eagle said, uh, okay, I don't really want to die. So one way or another, he had to beat him into submission. So that's why he's so weak on X-Men, the easiest <laughs> boss. <laughs> hey, I like Storm Eagle. He looks cool. Yeah, he's cool. Chill looking. Penguin is the easiest thing. <laughs> I think Storm Eagle is my easiest one. He uh, just sits Pen- there. Whoosh, 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 
and he's just trying to blow me off the stage. I'm like, dude, I'm just shooting him the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I never died on Storm Eagle like when I replayed it this recently, but I no, did yeah. on Chill Penguin. Oh, really? Dude, it, I just remember okay. his easy. He's got an easy pattern. Chill, chill Penguin's so easy. You just jump up into the corner, wait for him yeah. to slide, and then when he stops, you drop, shoot, and then jump back up in the corner. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and if so, he jumps up, you shoot him down. Yeah, basically. It's, he's, yeah, yeah. I learned that, too. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty easy. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's essentially that's what happened to Sigma. And now Sigma, at this point, is kind of uh crazy and you know he his, his goal his reason why for taking over the world isn't necessarily um just like because i'm purely evil he has a reason he thinks that rep uh replers are being held back by humans if we got rid of the humans this superior race could live the way that we want to live as opposed to having to worry about essentially oh we might hurt the humans feelings or oh if one of us go crazy we might accidentally hurt humans it's like yeah just get rid of them and now that's the problem solved so i mean granted he's insane like there um there have been like other people in that universe to say other villains to say hey he's crazy (laughs) you know um, yeah. But something that's interesting, though, Vile is, from what I know, not infected with the Maverick virus when he decides to join with um, Sigma. Essentially, he was treated poorly um, and detained and essentially like was kicked off of the Maverick Hunters because his casualty rating was too high. He was a wild cannon. He got the job done, but he destroyed property. He probably hurt Nick innocent civilians, and they said, hey, listen, buddy, that's not what we're about. You know? Yeah. Uh, cool. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. And um, there's actually, you can look it up on YouTube. There's an OVA called uh, Day of Sigma. Um, I think technically it's not canonical, but dude, if you watch that, you'll, and you'll, you'll just say, man, I wish, I really wish that they made a whole series off of this because it's so good. It's yeah. like, um, and once again, not canonical, but it sticks pretty close to the, to, uh, to the sources. Like the, the biggest thing that's making it not canonical is that, you know, how I said zero tore those scars in Sigma's eyes. Uh, X does it, um, in, in the OVA, you know, Day of Sigma. So like that, that's one of the biggest reasons why it's like, ah, this is not canonical. But, uh, I mean, like, but aside from that, like it tells the story pretty well. And like you see Sigma before he's crazy and you're like, dude, this guy's awesome. Like, like he's like the coolest commander. Like, it, do, do you think Optimus Prime? He's kind of on that level. I, 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 <laughs> no one's, no one's gonna get close to Optimus Prime, but like, you know, Sig- Sigma's trying his best. Oh yeah. Uh, so, All right. he's just yeah. So, like I said, check it out. Um, I can I can post it in the Discord. Um, you know, so other people can see it and whatnot. But like, dude, it's it's so good. It's so worthwhile. If you have the uh, the Mega Man Legacy Collection or Mega Man X Legacy Collection, it's on there too. So you can watch it on your PlayStation or whatever. Oh, that's cool. Um, I got that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, it's on there. It, dude, it, like I said, it's so good. So um, who's the guy that you said came that they think is Wily? Uh, Sergis and Isaac. So are they the basically the villains from here out? Um, so Sigma shows up at the end of every game, except for eight. Um, technically he is in eight, but I can, I'll explain on that in a little bit more. So Sergus actually essentially is, I believe is just destroyed and is believed that essentially Wily 
through his AI mind back into the cyber, you know, uh, cyberspace, and then probably took over uh, Sergus. There's a really there's that that plot point in particular is so blurry. Like they didn't expand upon it too much. All we know is that they it either is Wiley or they have his memories. And if you think about it, you could say that Wiley turned himself into a virus. <laughs> like if you yeah. really wanted to stretch it and say that, and. So those those two characters showed up in one game each. Sergius was in two. I believe Isaac was in five. Maybe it was six. Um, no, it was six. Isaac was in six. Um, Dynamo was in five, and Gate was in five. So um, in X five and X six. Yes. Yeah. Not no, not in classic series. Yeah. Uh, to clarify. Yeah. And. So, when it really comes down to it, if I'm being completely honest, don't waste your time with X5 and 6. Like, just look up, like, some sort of, like, story synopsis if you want to get the lore. Those games are not well designed. Um, there's, there's a way you can pretty easily, uh, soft lock yourself in, uh, in 6. Like, it, and I think, I think, I think it's not quite a soft lock, but like, there's a stage where you literally can't get past it as zero, and you have to have a certain armor to get past it. You technically can, but it is literally pixel perfect. And like, it took people years and years of trying to basically disprove that you, that you can't do it. It's so no, no average person wants to take the time to do that. That's insane. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> so if, the, if, uh, Wiley and, I guess maybe light because you said he put it in the Seth and the capsules were able to basically transform their souls into cyberspace. Is there an instance to where like an, a human is involved in this uh, other than light and Wiley? Is um, there another human and are there like any half Android humans and you know, yes. so oh, wow. Yeah. So getting, so okay, so now now we're moving beyond the X series. Real quick, I did say I would explain it more um, about how Sigma shows up at the very end. Um, in eight, yeah. um, there's a character Lumine who basically uh, um, is says, "Hey, I was just using Sigma. Um, I'm the real bad guy. Like I'm the real poncho." Yeah. Um, so. And then the story ends there. And I really want there to be a nine because I'd like them to do something besides Sigma because, okay, we get a so, bald man bad. Um, yeah. yeah, Sigma's the, 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 the final boss in all of them, right? You see it. Um, aside from eight, Lumina is the final eight, yeah. boss. Yeah. Okay. So, but to answer your question about like when you start like mixing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, so you have the zero series. And at that point in the zero games, which are really good, by the way, and they tell the best story. But unfortunately, because it was created by Indie Creates, they're really good at telling stories. They're horrible at telling people where everything fits because I don't think they necessarily know. And a lot of the extra story that, that makes the main story make sense is in audio dramas. <laughs> which is, which is ridiculous. I like, it's like a Destiny thing, Gilmore thing yeah for sure yeah. Dude, yeah. it's like the, it's like the legend of zelda just it's starting to get all over the place so Man, you got so many different courses on legend of zelda like breath <laughs> of the wild finally brought it all back together 
Oh, for sure. the 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 biggest difference between I would say the Breath of the Wild timeline and the X time or the Mega Man timeline. Mega Man is a continuous timeline. You just have different eras. Um, and aside from the Battle Network and Star Force, which is technically a separate timeline, but they never interact at all. Um, yeah. So also, you know how uh, how I was mentioning that I would, the technology was going to get kind of similar between the Battle Network and the mainline story. Then you start getting into Cyber Elves, which is what I was talking about earlier with like uh, Dr. Wily and Sigma and Light. Those are more commonplace to where essentially it's like so dense and like programming to where they can go into the physical world, change things, but that uses up all of their energy and they basically die. Uh, so it, yeah, the use of Cyber Elves is kind of iffy, but... Uh, something that's interesting is that actually X becomes a cyber elf. Um, he ends up dying and, um, you know, he, so he just becomes a cyber elf and helps out, um, Zero. And so you move forward. Uh, well, okay, no, go, going back to Zero, the Zero games. Humans and, uh, and the Reploids look almost identical, literally. Uh, they just have like a little, like, like, like red triangle on their forehead to signify, and, and an homage to X, uh, signify that they are a Reploid. You go forward a little bit more. Now we're in the ZX era. Literally, it's indistinguishable. Humans have robot parts. Robot parts have a, have a limited lifespan. And this was the agreement they came up with in the ZX era. To essentially say, now, now we're on equal playing fields. Humans can be brought up to the level of reploids, and reploids are brought down to the lifespan of a human. And hmm. there is, there is a time where a human, you know, was turned into a cyber elf or like, or like a mix. And then you go even further into the Legends time era. They, uh, it, it is stated by the lead character designer, I forget his name, that surgery and, um, replacing body parts with robotic stuff is literally the same thing to them. It's not weird that you might have a robotic eyes. That's normal. You know, I can take off my arm, slap on a robot arm. It's no big deal. Um, there's even a character that's literally their head is all robotic and their, you know, the lower part of them is human. So, um, and so you get Cyberpunk further and further. Cyberpunk did some stealing from Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, which stole from Shadowrun. <laughs> for sure. No, that's that's, that's which a stole from Blade there. Runner. When we get into it, we get deeper, deeper. Uh, oh, this is a rabbit trail. Which Love stole it. from Total Recall. Blade Runner no, was before Total no, Recall. <laughs> I was just trying to think of something. Oh gosh! But right. um, Terminator, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, those are different. <laughs> so, right. Okay. Um, so, so yeah. if if um, Mega Man, so uh, yeah, that sounds. I was now we're say, getting really deep. I was going to say, can, can we start kind of like wrapping this and kind of balling it up a yeah, little so better? Because we're trying to just we're like. Way down well, it goes here. deep. It's like you said, it goes super deep, and oh, for uh, sure. and so I, I I never really played a whole lot. I mean, besides Mega Man Eleven, but as far as the storyline goes, it pretty much ends for me at like X three. I think I stopped. I think oh, I did, so or whenever they started doing the. I think that was X four when they did the uh, yeah. cartoons. But if, I, if I'm being completely honest, if but you can, keep the story anyway, but 
it, if, if you can get over the horrible dubbing, I will. Um, dude, <laughs> I will. it's it's so bad. Like 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 if you look into the Mega Man community, like the whole entire line where like Zero is like, oh, what am I fighting for? And gives like a really kind of like wimpish yell. <laughs> like it's like yeah, I have no reason to go on. It's like what? Like, it's so bad. Um, literally the guy who did Zero later on did his own redubbing of that. It sounds so much better. But like. Think, <laughs> Think of it like Resident Evil. Same company, around the same time. Their dubbing quality is pretty bad. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know. Um, it's like, yeah. So, the so Zero and X are still alive today, correct? No. Uh, okay. They both... So, so, X died before the events of Mega Man Zero. He's still around as a cyber elf. And Zero dies at the end of um, Zero Four. It's it's honestly like I said, Z- the Zero games tell one of the best stories in the Mega Man franchise. So there is a Mega Man though, right? Out. I mean, there is a Mega Man in existence in the lore today, right? But is it just a refloid of the old Mega Man, medium okay. Mega Man? So yes, but okay. This is it. It, it kind of gets like kind of weird because they want to keep the t- you know titular character Mega Man. So right. now, how do we do that? So in um in these uh, Zero series, he's run as a cyber elf, and but it means Mega Man Zero. So you're playing as Zero, like you know. Okay, we yeah. get that. Um, you move on to the ZX games. The reason why X is still around is. Either either CL, which is a researcher, and um, essentially she's like your mix between like a Doctor Roll, Roll uh, doc, sorry Doctor Light role character um, in the Mega Man Zero games. Um, she ends up creating these biometals, which essentially they're self-aware. They're able to fuse with either a reploid or a human. Remember, they're ind- indistinguishable at this point, and essentially. The biometal is able to talk to them. So, so, so there is biometal X, battle metal Z, biometal, uh, I think like Leviathan, Fafnir, um, you know, um, there's a couple other ones. I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, Phantom. And I want to say like Harpuna or something like that. But anyways, um, and also we talk about Saturday morning cartoons. ZX games are 100% Saturday morning cartoons. They're fun. They're goofy. Uh, it's literally like a, your chosen one type deal. What are so, they on? What platform are they on? Um, so you can get them in the, in the ZX or in the zero slash ZX legacy collection, which is on basically everything, but originally okay. they were made for the DS and the zero games yeah. were made for Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Um, those ones are full on Metroidvanias, actually. The Z, uh, the ZX and ZX Advent. Full, full okay. on open world. Um, you know, in the Metroidvania style. I would, I would recommend once again, either have a walkthrough or get a synopsis of Mega Man ZX. That mapping system makes it almost unplayable. Um, ZX Advent has a competent mapping system and it's really fun. And you don't really need to play the one to play, understand the other one. Um, like I said, just, just read like the wiki story for ZX. Um, but oh, I'm trying to remember what the uh, what the original question was. Now, <laughs> well, I was just I was just saying. The original about question the- is: is we got a lot of stuff here. Gotcha. It's so deep. Like I didn't realize yeah. how deep it was. It's crazy how deep it is. And oh yeah, I mean I'm so, already yeah. lost because it's just like what you were talking about. <laughs> but wait, uh, <laughs> wait. Uh, so yeah. No, that's all good. I I um 
Yeah, I, I had it like in my head. Okay, I was going to start here, go here, and you can start throwing these questions. And now I'm bouncing mainly back and forth well, between X and zero. Or X yeah, and we're getting classic, more into the new the new stuff where we're at now, right? And so yeah, I just wanted yeah. to kind of cover the X so, and, and the, the regular. And then, so where are we at? What's what's left unanswered? If and you know if you can do it in like a little five minute deal. Like so, yeah. Where are we at in the, in the whole Mega Man universe, and where are we kind of expecting? So where we are now is that we're in the Legend series. Uh, we have Legends one and two. Those were both canceled. Um, fun fact: those were actually made before Ocarina of Time, and a lot of people compare those two games. So Capcom did it first in that respect. I highly recommend if you can get past the controls. Play the Legends games. They are amazing. Uh, so, yeah. And that one, happens after X8. Yeah, so, Mega Man Legends have to, is the very end. Thousands of yep. years after ZX. Okay. Um, so, to, su- super quick timeline. Classic X, uh, Zero, ZX, Legends. Okay. And you find out a lot of stuff about Legends and the lore behind it, I don't want to get into it too much because that's an entire, like, just our conversation by itself. Because it's, it's, it's like, it's a story focused game. Um, so, won't get into it, but essentially, what you need to know is that where it left off is that Mega Man Volnut or Mega Man Trigger is on the moon and they're trying to figure out how to get him down. It's actually a common theme that rocket technology is lost technology in the Mega Man universe. It's interesting. <laughs> Oh wow! So okay. if we're talking, if we're talking about games, just uh, I'm, I guess I'm gonna try to wrap this up. I kind of see where Hollywood's kind of going with this, but not really because I think it's more of like where are we at in the timeline. Well, that timeline's thousands of years and whatever and whatnot. What's the next game? So what, what's the next game? Is it going to be from like at eleven? Is it going to be at the end of X? Is it going to be in the you know where's that next game going to fall? Because that's where we want to know. That's what I think listeners want to know what what timeline or what part of the timeline are we going to fall in for our next game so we currently don't know the last one was in classic and capcom has stated that they have another Mega Man game in development we don't know where it's going to fall a lot of people are hoping for x9 because x8 left on a cliffhanger uh, and a pretty darn good one at that and so a lot of people are really hoping for that x9 we'll see um, with the way that Battle Network sold, we might get another, you know, game in that timeline instead. So, we, like I said, we really don't know. We do know that there's something in development. So, stay tuned. And, uh, you know, if you want to keep up to date with Mega Man, uh, I like, you know, actual news. Like I said, uh, uh, Shadow Rock ZX is the guy to go to. They did a good job with the. Uh the lore with the NES, then it's like, okay, so a hundred years we're guessing till X, and then it's a thousand years until, you know, all the other stuff, eventually the legends, so you can put a game anywhere. Oh, it's yeah. It's just crazy. Oh, and, and so that's, it's smart because they can make more games, and it's also fun for the fans because now we get to theorize and no one can tell us we're yeah, wrong. Yeah, for real. <laughs> until a game but says Well, it's good that they had you're, it. You're going to eventually have, though, classic hit X. Because there's only 100 years there. Well, they guess 100 years. They so, don't know for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, like, the, the actual in-game Mega Man games, I don't think they're more than, like, a year or two apart from each other in, in that world. Like, I think literally one of them is months. 
difference, you know, between when this happened and that happened. So, you know, and, and they're, they're meant to be told episodically. So that way, like, you technically could play them without knowing anything else. Which is why Eleven doesn't have Proto Man. Eleven doesn't have base. Like, it doesn't have a lot of these things that tie into future games or past games. Because they were like, hey, this is kind of a soft reboot. It's not nearly that extreme. But they wanted someone to pick up Mega Man Eleven and understand what's going on. So. So, yeah. Go ahead. Well, that's, I was just looking. Uh, yes, yeah, so they, they say that, uh, you know, Dr. Light completed his work on X on September 18th, AD 20XX. And then you have April 8th, AD 21XX. So technically it could be 20, it could be 2000 to 2199 at the latest. Yeah. So it's going to be 190 years at the latest or something like that. It's only 99 years. Because twenty one XX from twenty XX, it's only not that. Well, XX could be any year within that within yeah. that millennia yeah, or century. Saying, what I'm saying is that's that's, that's only a hundred years. Like, from, well, no. So you could say if the XX is a two zeros, so it'd be two thousand. We don't know for sure. It says September eighteenth, twenty XX. So at the earliest, it could be twenty X zero zero. So okay, two thousand. Yeah, I got you. the yeah. very latest. It could be twenty one ninety nine. So yeah, that's the what they stretch be, it out. Could be one hundred ninety nine years technically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, technically, awesome. for so, all, you know, Mega Man could have been made, uh, what, 23 years ago now? <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's good, Anthony. Man, that's a lot of, that was really uh, in-depth, and that was really good. Uh, I had no idea that that was even a thing. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just kind of one of those things. Like, oh, I made a game. And I know that in the stories within the game, and it's going to tie in a little bit, maybe. I mean, I guess I just thought, whatever, it's going to be like a Zelda thing. Nope. And I think they had it thought out. It sounded like they did. Yeah, there there have been design documents connecting events together that, and then these design do- documents were made around the time of X one. So there's a lot of building blocks that they purposely put things together. Um, all, all in all, I would say it's a pretty well designed timeline. It can get a kind of rough because there are times where we just don't know anything. Uh, yeah. And I mean, like Star Wars kind of had the same problem because Star Wars had like episode one, two, and three, and then four. Like, what happened in between those? They're working on it. Uh, you know, they're doing Bad Batch, yeah. which is awesome, and you know, I love it. But like, you know, before then, we were just kind of like, what? You know, so it's kind of like the same problem. <laughs> um, but it's well, I mean, also even Star Wars. Star Wars didn't even start one, two, and three. Star Wars started four, five, and six. Yeah, for sure. Which is even more confusing. And so- <laughs> like. And so you start four, five, and six, and then you go back and have one, two, and three, and then you fit in some stuff in between. Then you throw in Rogue One eventually. You know, it's that, yeah, Star Wars. It's a whole thing. On that, but. So, yeah, good stuff, man. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming on and and doing that. I mean, I always love lore. It's always fun. I love just hearing the lore of these games, and it always makes you go, dude, I got to go get involved, and I got to go play it again. I got to go do whatever. So, are there books and stuff that tie this lore together that actually are can, can, uh, canon, um, or is it just solely video game? So, there's there's canon documentation uh, or like research or not development documentation. My bad. Um, there is also you can get the uh, Mega Man field guides. Uh, so, like this is the Mega Man X field guide. You pop that open and uh, you can learn that Storm Eagle and, or no, sorry, uh, yeah, Storm Eagle and I think Storm Owl. 
Um, I forget his name off the top of my head, but anyways, like they're, they're actually like cousins or brothers. Um, and you know, so like each of these characters have fairly deep or not deep, but like they, all of them have lore. So yeah, so the Mega Man field or like the, uh, Mega Man X Maverick Hunter field guide is all canonical stuff. If you want more on each character, they have the Mega Man field guide, uh, you know, it's all the robot masters, you know, a little bit more on each character, you know, fun fact, uh, plug man loves anime, you know, the, okay. You figure that out because you read <laughs> the, uh, you know, the, the little lore guide uh, um, or your field guide for it. There's also like the complete works for, I think all the series at this point. Um, aside, I think aside from Legends, but so they are the Capcom is working on making books that essentially are centralized canonical, um, essentially lore bibles, if you will, for each for each time or for each uh, series. So they're working on okay. it. It's not done yet. Um, you know, if you want to learn more about characters, I absolutely love just you know popping open on a random page, read about this robot master. Like you know, it, it, it's it's fun. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, man. Appreciate you uh, coming on. You want to like promote your podcast that you got going on? Oh yeah. You do your definitely. own, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I started it back in um, I think October. The first handful of episodes are pretty rough. So if you want like a more, you know, what it actually looks like, uh, you know, go to episode five. That's my newest one. I'm in the middle of making another one, but essentially it's a uh, video game music re- uh, review podcast of sorts. So um, it's it's called Pixel Symphony Radio. And, you know, listen to the song, talk about it. Sometimes I'll have a friend, you know, sometimes it'll just be me. And so I, I go in between two, uh, two types of episodes. I have my mixtape episodes and then I have my versus episodes. Mixtape is whatever people suggest and whatever I want to put on there. It's, you know, it's a mixtape. Uh, and then the versus episodes is that I will have, like, for instance, the last one was Final Fantasy Tactics Advance versus Phantom Brave. And, I put five songs from each of them on there and, you know, talked about them, gave my opinion. And then I put a post on the discord saying, Hey, which one of these two do you guys like better? So that way you guys can decide which one, you know, wins out in the end. Eventually, uh, I'm going to do it, you know, kind of like elimination tournament style. So, you know, like you'll have two different ones go at it, uh, that people voted, you know, that one and whatnot. So, uh, so yeah, that's, you know, once again, that's a uh, pixel symphony radio. Uh, I think I'm on Spotify, uh, primarily. I think I'm also on uh, Amazon. Um, I think there's a couple other things that, uh, anchor was kind enough to let me get through. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out still. So yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. I heard one of the episodes, Phantom Braves music. I didn't realize was so good. I really, uh, I thought, oh, t- Final Fantasy, no, no doubt. But Phantom Braves, oh, man, they have some really good songs, especially that first one you played on there. Oh, dude, I absolutely love the Phantom Braves soundtrack. It's so good. <laughs> Let's look it up and listen well, cool. to it. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, all right. Uh, check us out, hnkexp.com. Got some YouTube going on. This will be on YouTube as well as all of your normal podcast hosting sites. Clear. What you got? Final thoughts? Closing comments? Mega Man X box cover art underwater. Enough said. All right. (laughs) All right. Appreciate you guys joining. Later. Later.